Blog Talk Radio. One, two, one, two, three, four. Good evening, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Happy September 29th, 2015. It's hard to believe I was just thinking about this right before the show. We were uh, periscoping live and uh, really came and hit my mind that I felt like I was just saying, hey, it's September. And now basically in a couple of days, it's going to be October. Don't know where the time is going. And I guess, as they say, as you get older, time moves very, very quickly. I, mean, I just remember as a kid, it seemed like the summer took forever or it seemed like Christmas was years away. And here we are again. I feel like I just put my Christmas or holiday ornaments away. So it's kind of amazing how how things move pretty quickly. Um, so we do a live Periscope before the show, kind of get some new people in and get to see people uh, sort of questions behind the scenes. Uh, so we got a lot of people joining tonight. The show is really growing. Hard to believe this is episode 15. I mean, we've been at this for a couple months now, and I love it. It's it's just fun. And hopefully, as we continue to move, we'll get some really cool callers in and get a lot of good people. I do apologize if I sound a little bit hoarse. I've been battling some kind of sinus thing. As you get to know me, it's it's right on cue. Every end of September, last week in September, usually the first week in March, sinuses strike up. So I get all the fun sinus stuff, you sinus sufferers out there. No matter what I take, it doesn't work. So I just drink a lot of water, a lot of fluids. And so I apologize if you hear me cough or my voice is a little bit hoarse. But as I said, the show is raw and uncut, and that's the way we like it. And I pull no punches and don't hide anything behind anybody. So um, so thank you all for joining again. We've got a great show this week um, on networking. And we had a wonderful show on conflict resolution last week. We'll get to that in a second. But just to let everybody know, we've got some really cool upcoming guests. Uh, Peter Pasternak from A&E's Flip This House. If you guys remember the Flip This House show, uh, Peter Pasternak, he was the Atlanta uh, real estate um, gentleman. He will be on our show in a few short weeks going to share a lot of cool stuff so uh look forward to him and and i unfortunately i can't tell you who the guests are coming soon but we've got a lot of people in the works a lot of big um a-list people um across the globe that we're reaching out to and and it just takes time but you know in between we do these sort of great how-to's types episodes and things like that so uh stick around it's going to be a great rest of the year and can't wait so last week, as I said, we talked about conflict resolution, um, and someone actually asked, we had a follow-up question. So what do you do when you're in a conflict situation when someone does something wrong and you know it? So for example, if somebody does something, let's say illegal, or somebody you know just does something inappropriate and you see it or you know about it, they tell you about it, what do you do? And my opinion is I don't flinch in these situations. You have to confront it. I mean, if it's, if it's something that somebody's done wrong and it's very wrong, the right thing to do is confront them and you have to tell your manager about it because especially in this day and age too, um, you know, people are so so happy, unfortunately. And uh, if you don't, you know, come forward, then you could be thinking as, oh, you're aligned with that person. So I, I have no doubt about it, that if somebody does something unethical or illegal, I do confront them and say, hey, I notice what you're doing. You need to stop that behavior, stop what you're doing. And, you know, you go report it to your manager, make sure you document it. And yes, it's a very sticky situation, but we can't lower our standards anymore. That's one of the biggest problems I see in this country right now is we lower our standards. We expect people to steal, lie, cheat. It happens. We're human. That's what we do. You know, we, we do these things for short-term gains and short-term needs. And unfortunately, um, that's a problem. So we need to keep our standards high. And, and somebody actually just posted and said, hey, what if uh, I was a family member or something like that? Well, you know what? Honestly, at the end of the day, you got to protect yourself. I mean, I have a family, young kids doing something illegal. I don't care who it is. Um, 
you really have to uh, protect yourself and protect your interest. And that's unfortunately how it is nowadays. As I said, people are very, very sue happy and that's just about it. So um, we've got a lot of new likes and a lot of new people actually um, checking us out. It's really cool. So the floodgates are kind of opening with uh, social media. So I apologize as I'm looking for questions, but uh, I think it was a great episode. So if you haven't checked it out, as I said, we're on iTunes, we're all over the place. So please, please check it out. Some good conflict interest resolution things. Um, and today we're actually going to spend the show on networking. Um, networking is really a tough area for people. And what do I mean by networking? Networking in your career. You know, how to work to get your next job or how to move, transition from careers or just how to really build a good, vast network. And we'll touch on a lot of those areas. And I think like conflict interest, it's, it's a tough area. People are afraid of it. And we'll kind of get into those details. But uh, let's go first with what we normally do. We do our major news and we do our daily job cuts. So the major news that uh, impacted things around the globe uh, Pope Francis was in the U.S. this week. Uh, he, he had a historic visit and spoke in front of the U.S. Congress, uh, went to New York, visited Ground Zero, as I call it, you know, the former World Trade Center site. I don't like the word Ground Zero. Um, then he was in Philly for the World Families Meeting. Uh, just amazing massive security, if you've seen and watched uh, what's going on. I was really uh, impressed by the security. And unfortunately, in this day and age, that's what they got to do. And I know the Pope is very uh, much loving, caring person. And it was really, really cool. Actually, when he left, it's kind of like, wow, he's gone. That's... Um, it's interesting, you know, I kind of feel like I miss him, but he just brings, I think, so much joy to people, even if you're a non-believer or a non-religious person. Uh, there's just something about this. Uh, this guy is very special and uh, touches a lot of people. And it was really cool to see and some interesting stuff. But uh, sounds like it was a great visit from what we all saw. And uh, obviously, snarl traffic and a lot of people were upset and irked about it. But that's life. That's, you know, you got to plan ahead. And we knew this was happening for a year. And uh, people came up and said, well, oh, I'm so upset. I'm so concerned. You know, I can't get anywhere in Philadelphia. Well, you know, we knew about this for a year, so you got to plan ahead. If you didn't plan ahead, that's that's unfortunately your fault. And I hate to sound harsh like that, but it's part of the thing, raising your standards. You know, we knew he was here. We knew he was coming for over a year almost. And, you know, if you didn't plan accordingly, that's your fault. And you got to accept responsibility and, and just move forward. Uh, so turning to the presidential race, uh, Ben Carson is actually gaining on Donald Trump. Uh, Trump revealed his tax plan this week. Um Really interesting. I, I really thought it was kind of odd how Trump basically stated he heard an unemployment number of like 39, 42 percent, just throwing out some wild numbers out there. And obviously, I think some of the stuff with Trump is some of the luster is kind of wearing off a little bit. Um, I, I do think he can be presidential, um, but I do think he's starting to fade. He's got to get more you know, specific with what he's talking about. Uh, it seems like he kind of says the same spiel. Yes, he's gotten a little bit more specifics, but you know, if he's going to continue to lead, he's really got to break it down. And, and there's some cool things about the tax plan in there about uh, people think under 25,000 not paying any taxes. Uh, the rich top three or four percent will be paying a lot more. And he acknowledged that. So that's that's a huge thing. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But it'll be interesting to continue to follow the race. And on the Democratic side, we still haven't heard from Vice President Joe Biden, whether he's going to run or not. Um, you know, I've been kind of up in there about this. It seems like every every other week we hear you know, some really big news. I think he's still trying to figure out if he can get in, but it looks like Hillary's kind of stabilizing a little bit. And uh, I'm not too sure if he's going to run at this point. I think Hillary's got uh, you know, got a pretty good lead. And if he gets in now, I mean, he's really got to jump in within the next couple of days because the Democratic uh, primary is coming up pretty soon. Not the primary, but the first debate's coming up, I think, October 13th. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, so let's move on to the daily job cuts your source for job information and job cuts. And the reason we want to bring you the daily job cuts is it really gives you some foreshadowing and some insight into what's sort of going on out in the world. A lot of people don't know or have any idea, but we hear this information directly from the daily job cuts folks. And it's um, 
it's a really cool site to be. So as we said, um, HP or Hewlett Packard um, last week again indicated 30,000 layoffs. They've been talking about this for months. We just don't know really what's going on. I know people are trying to get some statements, but I think they're still in flux and they're still trying to figure things out. But we have not had any new updates if you ask for that. Uh, so the Volkswagen crisis has continued to widen, um, and we reported this last week at a broke about a week and a half ago when the U.S. government said about 500,000 vehicles were programmed to emit lower emissions, and more countries have been impacted. Now it's about 11 million vehicles, and the CEO of Volkswagen resigned as a result. Very unfortunate. Again, you know, it goes back to unethical um, things going on in the world, just not, not good at all. Some specific company news, company Amplify Education around the U.S. is going to have about 800 layoffs as they continue to do some corporate restructuring. Chesapeake Energy indicated 740 employees being let go, 562 or so in Oklahoma. Uh, Bank of America has indicated that there are layoffs coming. We do not have any numbers yet, but as they continue to have declining revenue quarter over quarter, that's obviously something that's going to be coming. And I would imagine most likely those layoffs will be coming in the news will be coming in the next month. Whole Foods is actually looking at about 1,500 layoffs, almost 2% of its workforce. Um, again, they continue to struggle. Conagra Foods as well has indicated that there's some layoffs coming. We haven't had any numbers yet, but uh, they're indicating next week they're going to announce. Again, it's a wide array of spending cuts, and, and obviously when you hear spending cuts, you know it's usually uh, payroll and personnel. Aquin Financial, 300 layoffs as part of some corporate restructuring. Caterpillar up to about 10,000 jobs as a slash revenue outlook, and it's really surprising is the new home construction seems to be okay and it's stable. Um, existing things and, and construction has been on the uptick, uh, but I guess they're obviously seeing some things and some signs maybe of the economy potentially slowing down. So it'll be real interesting to see what happens with, uh, with Caterpillar. And then Long May Group, which is a Chinese coal company, is letting 100,000 employees go. Um, that's not directly in the U.S., but we like to report on some big news from around the globe to kind of give you a global impact, and that's really surprising to see. And again, that I think just indicates that the uh, global economy is starting to slow just a little bit. So we'll uh, continue to kind of monitor that and see what's going on. And just checking our social media posts right now and any callers, we do not have any additional posts. So let's go ahead and dive right into the career networking. So what really is career networking? And I think when we always come up with these topics, it's really good to come up with a definition because I think there's so many definitions out there. We don't really have an idea of what it is. And to me, you really want to start with the definition. So for me, career networking is creating a network of individuals who you and they can rely upon. So it's creating a network of individuals that who you and your colleagues or let's say people in your network can rely upon each other. Uh, in this case, really, it's for, for job and your you know, career or your industry. Uh, and the people in these networks can be your friends, coworkers, family, uh, previous colleagues, and things like that. People say, well, why do you have family? Well, family members work. They have connections at various companies, and it's important to do that. So it's really important to remember um, that you know, your network doesn't just doesn't include people in the business world. It includes family. Um, so you, and even friends, college friends as well, you know, stay in touch with people, and we'll kind of dive into that. But I think what's interesting as, you know, we've done some polls and we've talked to people and as you've coached people, many people are hesitant or fearful, fearful of networking and people don't want to seem too pushy and any communication, I think, in networking feels awkward because you kind of feel like you're really asking for something and you don't want to ask somebody. But it, it takes a lot of effort to really kind of get over that hump. And I've done a lot of, let's say, fire walking, glass walking, all kinds of stuff that sort of stretched my ability to trust myself and take leaps of faith. And now for me, networking is, is easy. And growing up, I was uh, 
you a little bit introverted where I wasn't always the social butterfly, but now, you know, I network and have a vast network of people and, and you just continue to raise your standard. Uh, but it really doesn't have to be uh, seeming pushy and feeling awkward. Uh, to me, you know, building a network is just about talking to people. It's just about conversing. Uh, and I think as humans, as technology has improved, we continue to uh, to really decline in our communication skills. You can see it every day, but it's it's real important. And we'll talk a little bit later about communication. But I think as far as steps in networking, the biggest thing you do is you have to really adopt a networking lifestyle. Um, so many people really miss this. Um, you know, you're always thinking, you know, you go to a grocery store, you're networking with somebody behind a cashier, you might strike up a conversation. Uh, and, and you have to be constantly networking, especially in this day and age when you know, jobs now, you don't work those 30 years or 40 years in, a, in the same company, you move around quite frequently. So it's, it's important to be constantly networking. And it takes a lot of dedication and desire. But uh, I once heard Chet Holmes, uh, who's a great salesperson who's been deceased, if you don't know who that is, always kept saying the word pig words pig-headed discipline and that's really what you have um you got to really be um you know rolling up your sleeves and getting down and dirty to try to network and if you really think about it, we are always networking uh when you believe it or not you know we chat with someone as i said at the convenience store you go to like uh like here in the um, delaware valley that convenience store is called wawa similar to 7-eleven always networking people behind the counter you really just have to embrace it and, and really know what your outcome is. And, and when you do that, you'll be very much successful. And your outcome really should have a vast network of people you rely upon and they can rely upon you because it's a two-way street. We'll talk a little bit more about being in that two-way street. And, and that's really where the network really gets solidified when you can help somebody else. So we talked about adopting, adopting sort of the network lifestyle. What do you do next? Well, the biggest thing you've got to do is really create your list or your network. And what I do is I group people into lists. You can do this with a Word document or PowerPoint or however you like. Some people use LinkedIn. Some people use Google+. I, I just simply like to use Word or, or PowerPoint right now. I love PowerPoint because it's fun to kind of create charts and, and things. And, yes, you know, you may have hundreds of people, but uh, sometimes a Word document is good for that. And yeah, it takes probably a lot of work, and it might make more work for you. But really, if you think about it, if you want to find a job and be proactive and have a steady, stable career and, and make great money, then, you know, this is something you really need to do. So as I said, I use Word and PowerPoint and I've sort of shifted to PowerPoint now. But the way you kind of work your list is you put your family in one group, friends in another group, and colleagues in another, and even past colleagues uh, go in other groups as well. And then I have headhunters and staffing agencies and other groups as well, because I'm very well connected with a lot of headhunters and HR people. So there's all these different groups. I have about eight or nine different groups. And, you know, when you work with people, you always want to try to get the correct info when you build your list. Because I see so many people, just, you know, they go somewhere, they don't have a business card, and they, they go to a networking meeting, and they take down the name, they're half-assed, they write it sloppy, or they try to get the information. And the way I always create a good list is when I meet somebody, I shake their hand and say, hi, thank you, Bob Jones, or whatever. Let me just confirm, you know, what I just wrote down here. So it's bob.jones at gmail.com, and your phone is this. Boom, got it done if you don't have a business card. I mean, you should have business cards, but... If you don't, you always want to sort of reconfirm that you have it because I've seen so many people go to a networking event and then, you know, they go home and they try to contact the person, boom, and they send an email. It's the wrong information. And even too, what I've done is, you know, if I'm at a networking event and I bring my laptop or I bring my, you know, obviously, smartphones, we have them with us, I enter the contact information. I usually send a quick email saying, hey, Bob, great to meet you here at the event. Just confirming your contact information. And that way, if, you know, there's more time left over the event. If it bounces back or you have a problem with the, the you know, contact information you got, you can go back to Bob and say, hey, you know, try this. Is this correct or not? 
So it's a great way of doing that. And that's a really, really important tip because I've seen so many people done it. And I've done it too, where I've gone to a massive networking event and just wrote names down and come home like, what did I write there? I have no clue. So be very, very diligent with that. It's key. I think that's one of the, it's anything you take away from this uh, radio show tonight, make sure you get correct information um, and, and you get business cards. And again, but there are, don't have business cards. You know, small businesses are just starting out or sometimes they even have errors on their business cards. I've seen people just do stock card prints from their own uh, computer and printer and it's got errors. So we always want to make sure it's correct information. So sorry to harp on that, but to me, that's one of the biggest things when you network is getting correct info and making sure you make that connection right then and there with that person and not be a lazy ass and, and you know, screw it up and, and then you're you're out of luck, basically. And then you go searching on Facebook or wherever for hours and hours and it doesn't work. So we talked about creating your list. So the big thing is connection next. So how do you connect? Um, so once you complete your list, you really should start reaching out to people. And so many people I see are not, not proactive. They really in essence, are reactive. You lose a job or you want to start searching, you know, oh, let me go reach out to Bob Smith. Hey, Bob. And it becomes an awkward conversation when you start talking to him and say, hey, I want a job. And you sound very needy. And that's where you sound pushing. I think that's where the awkwardness comes into play. But really, when you start connecting, you got to know what your intention is. Um, if you don't need a job, it's really still good to reconnect with people you haven't connected with. Uh, and I do this all the time. And it takes a lot of hard work. And again, it goes back to the pig-headed discipline. But if you really want to be successful and be in the top echelon in your career, these are things that successful people do. Um, you know, phone calls and emails are the best way. I mean, so many people try to send Facebook messages or LinkedIn messages. Yes, that's good. But I like these phone calls and emails because then you stand out. Um, and, and again, we become lazy with that stuff. But I usually start out with an email, sometimes in a phone call, or sometimes if it becomes a situation where it might be urgent and you've been as proactive as possible, things happen. The wheels come off, then, you know, phone call is necessary. But you start with your references and connect with them. We all have references about the five to six people that we know we typically list, you know, when we change jobs, um, keeping good contact with them. And I would actually put that as sort of one of your list people, your close references or your close circle. And they're your strongest people and strongest advocates for you. So they will back you up and probably go through hell and back to give you a great reference. Um, use LinkedIn as well uh, to really connect with people. That's obviously the big thing for careers is LinkedIn. But be careful of job searches and, you know, when you're starting to connect with people, employers see, especially if you have a boss and all of a sudden you start connecting with people in a week and you got all these new connections, like what's going on here? And usually that's a sign that you're looking for a job or something's going on. So you really want to be strategic. So that's, I think, two uh, big tips if you walk away is, is be strategic. You know, don't go out and rush and get all these connections unless you're starting out on LinkedIn. But, you know, do a couple a week uh, and just sort of schedule them and that way it doesn't look like you're uh, rushing to get all these connections. Uh, so that's really connection. So getting out there and connecting with people as, as much as possible. So once you really connect, how do you build that relationship with people and how do you build your relationship with your network? And I think the biggest thing here is it's give and take. Uh, so many people go into their network and just go out there and take, you know, they want something and that's it. And that's a bad relationship. And I will tell you, people will not like you and they will not reach out to you and go to bat for you. And you really have to ask what you can do for the other person. I mean, it's really, truly what it is. How can you help the other person um, network as well? Because they're probably going to have a need. And you make that connection, you got a lifelong network and it's just a beautiful thing. Uh, and, and don't hide things or don't have motives as well. Because I think a lot of times what happens is, is that, you know, people tend to hide things, you know, we kind of go back to that fearfulness and say, oh, you know, hey, I'm looking for a job, I'm kind of in the market or I'm kind of doing this or that now. Just come out and say, hey, you know, Bob, you know, I'm connecting with you. I really am looking for a job. I've got a real bad situation here. Or if you have these sort of ulterior motives as to what you're doing, I've seen people go out there and try to build a business and try to 
to get one over on people. It's just tell people what you're doing. I mean, it's that simple. Be open and honest, and it'll really go a long way. And be considerate. You got to take time to reconnect. You know, as I said, it's all about being proactive here. Just don't blurt out a job request unless it's an absolute necessity where your life depends on it. And those things do happen. So there are times where the wheels come off and we have crisis situations and it's okay to reach out, but just again, be specific. But unless you know the person very well, you know, ask them how they're doing. Talk to them a little bit um, about how things are going. Hey, hey, Bob, haven't talked to you in a little while. Hope all is well. Just want to check in with you and see how things are going. And it's usually a good soft way to communicate. And it's really the right thing to do is connect and build rapport uh, with your connection because it'll go a long way, as I said. You know, get specific about what you want. You know, as you start to build a relationship a little bit, if it's somebody you don't know, you get specific over a couple of conversations. You say, Bob, by the way, I just want to reach out to you today. I'm uh, looking for a job. And I'm looking in this specific industry. Get very specific. You know, hey, I'm looking for some career advice or some financial advice. And Bob may know somebody. And again, ask what you can do for them. I always ask somebody. You know, I, I have a great... Um, Business contact, his, his name is Rob, won't give his last information away. I worked with him for a few years, but every time we kind of connect, um, you know, we're always sort of, we've got that good rapport. But I say, hey, Rob, is there anything I can do for you? And a lot of times he says no, because he's well-established. Um, you know, there are times where he asks me to read an article that he's published or something like that. And I always want to make sure that um, I really try to uh, to do what I can for him. And, and same goes for anybody else. And it goes a long way, you know, reach out. And really, I think in building relationships, um, you don't want to connect and then walk away because, you get what you want and you walk away. That's just really rude. You got to continue to build a relationship and, and ask what you can do for them. Keep the communication up and, you know, connect via email periodically or call once in a while, set the specific tone there, you know, especially when you say, Hey, well, you know, we'll send emails periodically, you know, that way we can connect or, Hey, let's chat every Friday or something like that and schedule it. It's nothing wrong with that. Or, you know, Hey, every first Friday of the month, Hey Bob, you and I are going to connect network, see how things are going. And, you know, so many people will always say, Oh, you know, I'm just going to cancel the meeting with him or her. And I just don't want to be bothered. I just don't have time, but, you got to make time for your network. Um, if you think you don't have time, you're wrong. I mean, time is really irrelevant in this case. If you really want something, you'll find a way. And yes, you may have to sacrifice, you know, using your smartphone or playing games on your smartphone to network. But to me, it's more important to network than playing, you know, stupid games. And this, you know, I play games, but again, key is, is here is you want to network and you really want to connect with people and review your connections periodically. That's a big step in this process too, because, when you review your connections, you got to evaluate what you have, you know, what's working well, what's not. I mean, I have a lot of people in my network that unfortunately I've gotten rid of over the years. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not being rude, but people come in our lives for a little bit and they serve us for a little bit and then they leave or, you know, we serve them and they leave. And there's just sometimes bad people out there. Everybody starts out with good intentions, but, you know, again, it's that person it takes. And you say, wow, that person, you know, I've really helped this person get three or four jobs. And then I go to him for advice and, you know, I give him my resume. He does nothing. So, you know what, at that point, disassociate yourself with that person because it's not serving you and you might not be able to serve that person anymore, especially if they're just taking, taking and taking, because then you got that negativity. you got that sort of bad approach and that's raising your standards. Not a good person to be around and let them, you know, waddle away. But you know, you got to really get some really good people in your network and add connections periodically. You know, LinkedIn is again, great for that where you can just reach out to somebody you might not know. You know, I've typed in CEO and reached out to some CEOs and, I've connected on there and, and that's the beauty of it. Some people will be receptive to that. Some people may not, and that's okay. You're going to get some no's and don't be too family heavy too. I think a lot of people uh, starting out really rely heavily on their family. Get out there and just get out of your comfort zone and network with people. You know, I, I take those risks all the time. You know, when you go to job fair, just connect. Um, there's a lot to it. And we'll talk in other episodes with communication, interviewing and networking and things like that, but just get out there and connect with people and it'll go a long way. And, and if you really build that framework and that foundation now, when you're, if you're just starting out or you're trying to reconnect a new career, 
it, it's going to be a massive dividend for you at the end when, when you really need something, people will be there for you. And I think the biggest thing, you know, in, in the step of um, networking is proactive planning. And we all know, look, life happens, shit happens, things happen. And we're poor planners. You know, we, we like to just kind of go with the flow. Sometimes we don't have to like planning. And, and I'm not that. I fail at it all the time. You know, I don't plan accordingly. I don't do the right thing sometimes. And the key here is, is that we've got to be proactive. We've got to raise our standards here. And you've got to have your vision and your goal for your career. If you don't have that, either Google it or we'll have some future episodes on vision and goal setting. And that's a big part of the career expert and what we're going to do with people and some seminars and programs and events that are going to be upcoming in the near future. So you've got to have a, a good vision and a good goal for your career. So you need to know where you're going. And I, I continue to say this because I see so many people perish in their job where they get like, oh, what do I do? They get in a crisis. They get depressed. You know, they turn to alcohol or drugs or whatever it is and things happen. And it's just not good. And when you have a vision to goal, you, you know where you're going to go and where you want to go because you have that in your mindset. At least you have a good starting point. And you have a good basis for what you want to do. And you can manage your network effectively too. And, and that's a huge thing. But, you know, I always say, you know, when you proactive plan, you check in with favorites. Like I said, a guy named Rob I have, I check in with periodically, at least every other week. And we connect, even if it's just text message, hey, Rob, what about the Eagles game? Or, hey, do you see that Bears game? Whatever it is, you just connect. And that way you're sort of in tune. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, if you're being truthful and, you know, you're being genuine, there's nothing wrong with that at all. You know, and if you want, have coffee, have lunch. You know, coffee is always good. You know, in the morning, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, wherever there's always little boutique shops around. Um, I like to have lunch. Um, gives me more time to talk to somebody. It's the middle of the day. It's fun. I usually don't like to go for drinks, you know, because then, you know, at the end of the day, you're tired. I usually like to go in the morning or go for lunch. Those are, I think, the best to really help network and, and get good with people. So it's uh, it's real important. So again, I think the final point that we want to make here is it's a two-way street. You must help others. I mean, it, it's, it's completely um, inappropriate and I think it's absolutely rude and it's not good when you don't serve people. You know, to me, you really should serve people first. Get out there and network with your people and ask how you can help them. Take 5, 10, 15 minutes. And sometimes somebody just wants some advice. You know, 15 minutes out of a week, what is that? And you can plan for that. I mean, you know, we can, you know, we take public transportation. We have headphones, Bluetooth in our car. Easy and simple to connect. There's no excuse for not connecting. And it can help others first. And it really builds a network. And instead of you going out there, go out looking for help, as I said, because that's that's totally key and totally important. So again, I think some of the, the key takeaways here as we continue to uh, finish this topic up and wrap up the show is, you know, again, building relationships, you know, connecting, uh, creating your list. And it's real important to get very specific with your lists, set your goals, where you're going, where you want to go. Uh, start with your references. It's absolutely critical to have good references all the time because you never know when you're going to need something, especially even for a loan or any kind of situation you're volunteering at schools. People want reference lists now. I've got a couple of potential speaking engagements and all of a sudden they want references. I'm like, wow, they want actual references. I was like, here, here's a demo. Um, but it's it's really good and key to have a good core network. And, and I think a good core network of, of your close references is probably five to six people. It makes sense. Um, and again, just get out there and don't walk away from people. Continue to build the relationships and just be proactive. You know, that's a key. I think if anything, be proactive in this whole situation. And it'll be very, very important. Um, for you. So let's actually, as we're wrapping up here, let's check social media and see if we have any questions on uh, Facebook. Doesn't look like we do, but actually it looks like we've got a whole host of new people who, who actually listened to the show and actually uh, liked our fan page. And as I said, the Joe Weber brand is really starting to take off. Um, if you haven't listened to the Voice of Siri, uh, Susan Bennett episode on Joe Weber Radio, please do. It's a great episode and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's a really great um Susan was awesome. Very raw, very open. 
and you'll like it. And as I said, the website is coming along. Just talk to a web designer. It's going very, very well. Um, I'm hoping we're about three to four weeks away from a really cool website. And it's going to be a continuing, evolving process. It's really going to be awesome to see this website. So proud of it. It's taken many years. But as I said, you stick with it and never, ever give up. And that's the key. So as we close out here for another weekly Tuesday radio show next week, uh, we're working on the topic. And as I said, we're working on some future guests. Keep on the lookout. Uh, Continue to pass this information along to uh, everybody about the Blog Talk radio show. Um, So that's all the time we have for tonight. Uh, Join me next week for another weekly show. And you can find me at Facebook at facebook.com, Joe Wu fan page, at Joe Rychowski, Google Plus, JoeWu.com. Those are the key areas that I'm on on social media and always continuing to post some really cool, good updates and quotes and whatever it is. And again, thank you all for listening and thank you for being a part of this journey. Good night and live amazing, everybody. Take care.